0: Shalom to all! Today's DAF is Shabbos daf Pebays. We're starting three lines from the top at the two dots. Today's DAF is sponsored anonymously by a wonderful Yid in Miami Beach, Bizchos the Rafua Shlema Bekarev of all the Chayli Am Yisrael. The Gemara says Amraleh Rav hunula raba bereh ref hunu told Rabbi his son My time alay xi kamed why don't you frequent learning by Rav khizda de say his teachings are very sharp Amraleh he responded my azul what i should go to him de lagabe when i go to learn from him my sibli da alma. he just teaches me about mundane things Amraleh for example he tells me manda ile someone that goes into the bathroom loylaysa behedya he shouldn't sit down forcefully vloy litraht fei and he shouldn't exert himself too much atlas shine yasev is supported by 3 Perhaps the teeth of the rectum will be dislocated and you'll come to danger. This teeth that we're referring to are the sphincter muscles that are shaped like teeth because they're pinched in a circle and perhaps if a person sits down too forcefully or if they exert themselves too much, they can cause a tearing of these muscles. It's called rectal prolapse and that's a problem. So he tells me these things and these are mundane matters. I don't want to learn from him. Amrleh responded, He's dealing with the life that's relevant to every single person. The you say he's just dealing with mundane matters? Koshkin Zilagabe, for sure you should go to him. Continues the Gemara, A person has a rock or a piece of pottery that he can wipe himself with on Shabbos. He should wipe himself with the rock and not with the pottery because it's dangerous. He can cut himself. He should use the piece of pottery because it's considered a clay, but not use the rock. The rock is not a clay and it's better to use something that's a clay on Shabbos. We have a question. The Brest tells us, If he has a rock or a piece of pottery, He should use the pottery and not the rock. Chifted to her, I think Martha says, Tergamar Rafam Bar Papa, Kamedrav Chizda, Alibadrav Hunna. He could explain this brass like Raf Hunna, but Ignite Kalim, we're talking about the handle that broke off in earthen red cli, and this handle is smooth, and therefore he's not going to cut himself. The Gemara continues, "Ha'ilufan of tsur If he has a rock or grass that he can wipe himself with, Rav Chizkiah Rav Hamnuna, Charam one of them says, "Mekaneich butzur, use the rock for inmekaneich basavim." Don't use the grass because the grass, since it's connected to the ground, it could be sharp and he can cut himself. V'Charam m'ekaneich basavim ve'mekaneich butzur, use the grass but don't use the rock. Why? The rock is mukta, whereas the grass is not mukta because it's connected to the ground, and the only iser of using things that are connected to the ground is something like a reed or a tree that might break off, and then you're going to be high for tailish. But here, these grasses are soft, so therefore, you're not going to break any of them off. You should use them on Shabbos so we ask a question from a bride. Someone that wipes himself with a flammable material. His lower teeth will fall out, again, which means he's going to damage his rectal area. So we see, don't use grass because grass is flammable. So you like, it's not a problem. One is with moist grass, that's better to wipe yourself with. Habivation, dry grass, which is flammable, that a person shouldn't use. A person needs to relieve himself but he doesn't do so. He will have very foul breath That's because the excrement inside his stomach rots, and this terrible smell will come out of his mouth. An odorous perspiration will exude from him. Since he has all this excrement that needs to be released, it sits there rotting in his body, and then when he perspires, it has this terrible smell let's say we have a bracer that says he's going to have this odorous perspiration The Tanya the bracer tells us of one that needs to relieve himself and he eats it's like an oven which was lit on top of its ashes and it's not going to hold its fire well so to this person that eats without relieving himself his food will not be digested and this is the beginning of odorous perspiration what about he needs to relieve himself he's just not able to He stands. Sit, stand, sit. That's going to help the excrement lower itself in his body, and then he will be able to relieve himself better. He should move himself to the side, meaning if he's in one area of the room, he should just move to the other area of the room, and that will help him. He should manipulate himself with a stone in the rectal area, like we had mentioned previously, and that's going to help him. He should take his mind off of it. For sure, when he takes his mind off of it, he's not going to be able to relieve himself. Um, rele, he, he said, no. He should take his mind off of everything else and focus solely on relieving himself. I'm reviewing with I myself saw a hutaya, this Arab merchant, the kam the He got up, sat down, got up, sat down. A the Shafach kicked there until he poured out excrement like a pot. A person's going into a set meal. He should walk 10 times Increments of four amois. Some say, he should walk four times, shall Eser, Eser amos, ten he should relieve himself and then go into the Suda and sit in his place so now he can eat like a mensch. And the last mission in the parak says, A person's chai for carrying out a piece of pottery. If it's large enough, in order to put it in between one slat and another, when they were stacking up slats of wood or logs of wood, so there was a space in between these different piles. If you didn't put some sort of spacer in between, then the piles would cave and the wood would bend. So they would put this little piece of pottery, and that's what a person's chai for carrying out on Shabbos. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says. says, In order to carry fire with it, you want to take a small coal out of the fire, you got to take a little piece of pottery, Pottery, and that is the size of a person's chayv for carrying out. It's got to be large enough to hold a revius of liquid in it. Mayor of of says even though we don't have a proof, we have some sort of hint from a pasuk. The pasuk tells us and there shall not be found among its pieces. Pottery to pick up fire from the fireplace. Yeshayahu Anavi chastises the Jews for placing their trust in the king of Egypt and not in Hashem. He warns them that this quote-unquote wall of protection offered by Egypt will quote-unquote break into such small pieces, that not even one of them will be big enough to pick up a fire with. So we see that a piece of pottery large enough to pick up fire with is considered chashiv, and therefore one will be high for carrying out that size on Shabbos. Rabbi Yehissi tells him, Misham raya? You bring a proof from that Pasek? The next words in that Pasek say, V'lach maya or to scoop water from a hole. So really that Pasek is a raya for me, says Rabbi And the Gemara jumps right into this. Skip the parentheses because the Gillian takes it out. The Gemara says, It's much more reasonable to say that the piece of pottery necessary for carrying a small piece of fire... Is smaller than the amount that needs to hold a whole ravias of liquid. So it seems to be from the mishnah that rabbiyasi's shear is larger than our mare's. However, continues the gemara umikra. But if you learn see from the pasuk of it makes more sense that of Mayor's shear is larger. Why? If rabbiyasi's shear is actually the larger one, la Yeshaya Hanavi is going to curse everyone with a smaller amount of a hader light and then he's going to curse them with a larger amount. What did he tell them? He told him that the wall is going to break and you're not even going to have a piece small enough to carry out fire with it or to carry water out with it. Well, if it's going to break into such tiny pieces that you can't even carry fire with it, of course you're not going to have a piece large enough to carry water with it. So it makes more sense. The Rav Meir's shear is actually the larger th- shear and Rav is the smaller one. So it seems like a contradiction between what Rav Mayer actually said and the proof of the pasach he tried to bring for himself. Amr Abayabay says, no... Masis and Nami, our Mishnah also, meaning our mayor said his sheeta is lachatos eish Ashmi Rav Meir is referring to taking a piece of fire from a large bonfire, and there you actually need a much larger piece of pottery because you don't want to burn yourself from coming too close to the fire. So it needs to be much larger. So actually, Rav Meir's is larger than Rabbi now the Gemara continues, Rabbi Yasi had said, You don't have a proof in the Pussek because the next wording in the Pussek seems to prove my Shita, says Rabbi Yasi. And the Gemara says, Shop your Rabbi Yasi the Rav Meir. Rabbi Yasi has a good question on Rav Meir. So perhaps Rabbi Yasi is right. The way Rav is going to answer this is, Rav Meir, let me buy a Ka'amar. Rav Meir learns the Pussek as a loymi buy a. Let me buy midi the Chashival Inish, the loylish You don't even need to tell me. that something that's considered important for people, which is a piece of pottery large enough to carry a piece of fire with. Even that you're not going to find after this wall is broken. Even something that's not chashiv for people, meaning a little piece of pottery that can scoop water out of a hole, you're not going to find there. So Meir maintains that the real place out of the Pesach, that we're going to learn is from the first part of the Pusik and not the second part of the Pesach. Mazel tov for finishing the parak which to finish Masechah's Shabbos and finish all of Shas together. Now, in the beginning of this next parak, we'll be discussing the Toma status of Avita Zara. We're going to compare it to both the Toma of Anida and the Toma of Asherets. Toma's Maga means that something or someone will become Tame by just simply touching the item that's Tame. Maga means touch. Toma's Masa means that the Toma will be transferred even when being carried, even though it's not actually being touched. Sharetz is only mitama by way of maga. So if one holds a sharetz in his hand, he's going to be tame. as opposed to if he carries it on a plate, then he's not going to be tame. Nida, which is a stricter tama, has masa applied to it also. Therefore, if one carries a nida, even if he's not touching her, he'll become tame. And now says the Mishnah, How do we know that a will be Matama b'masa? If a person carries a even without touching it, he'll be Tame. Kenida, just like a nida. Shnemaret says in the pasuk: like, Tizrem k'may dava, Cast away the Avayta Zara like a Dava. Say, go out. You should tell us Avayta Zara. Ma Nida Matame Just like Nida is Metame through Masa, Afavayta Zara Matame so to Avayta is Matame Bamasa. This word Dava in the Pusik that's being used to describe Avayta Zara is used also to describe Nida. So we see that Nida and Avayta Zara are linked and they'll both be Matame Bamasa. This is a member from Rabbi Akiva. And the Gemara says, Tanan Hasem, we have a mission over there. Yabes, Beisir Samech Avaytazara, a person's house is next to an Avaytazara. That means he shares a wall with the house of Avaytazara. Either the house itself is an Avaytazara, or there's Avaytazara within the house. The Nafal in this wall fell down. Asal of he's not allowed to rebuild it because when he rebuilds it, he's benefiting Avaytazara, and that's Aser. Ket said, so what's he supposed to do? he's supposed to bring the wall in for Amos into his own property, ubaina, and then he could build it. Heybei on the top. this wall was jointly owned between him and David Zara. Obviously, he didn't purchase it with the Zara because that would be Usser. We're referring to that, let's say this house is owned by someone else, and then that other person sold the house to the Zara, so now they own the wall 50-50. Nidin Mechza Mechza, it's judged 50-50. Meaning that now when he builds his half of the wall, he counts Dalad Amas only from Half of the wall, not from the entire wall. Avon of eitz of of the stones, wood, and dirt used to build the wall. Metam kisharetz or tami like a sheretz. Shneemarit says shakets to shaktsenu. You shall utterly abominate it. And the word sheketz is also used in reference to a sheretz. So we see that is compared to a sheretz. That is the tanakama, the chachamim. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says no. kinida It's just like a nida, like our Mishnah says. Shneemarit says in the pasuk tizrim dova. Cast them out like a dava. Ma nida metam Masa, Just like nida is masa b'masa. Avadizarez So tita will be Therefore, the pieces of this wall, the stone, sticks, and dirt of this wall will be Tome Bimasa. So here we have a machlekes between the Rabbi Kiva and the Chachamim to which Toma is Avadizara compared. The Chachamim say it's compared to Sharetz, therefore it's only mitame b'maga. And Rabbi Kiva says it's compared to Nida, therefore it's mitame b'masa. And we're going to have a machlekes amayraim in how to understand this machlekes Tanaim. But first we say Amar rabba says he's just going to understand this pasuk the Amar kra. When the pasuk says cast it out nachrinhu means make it so foreign to you. It's foreign to you like a stranger. Say tamirlei when it says tell Avaydazara to go out. He kaneis Don't tell it to come into your house. Which means Rabbah is looking at the toma of Avaydazara in a very strict way. Stay very very far away from it. And here's the beginning of our machlokas amiraim. Va'amir Rabbah. says bemasa regarding tomas masakuliyamolei pligi de matama. Everyone agrees that Avaydazara is matama bemasa. Teheskeshlenida because it's compared to nida. Ki pligi. So where do the Chacham and Rebbe Kiva argue? The evin misama. They argue in the concept of an Evan misama, which literally means placed rock. What exactly does this mean? We know that a Zav, Zav, and Nida will all transfer Toma when they're supported by something. With Zav, this is called thomas Midras. Therefore, when they sit or lean on something, that which is underneath them is tome The Din of Evan Misama takes that one step further. Let's say you have a rock which is placed on top of a frame of sorts and you have items underneath that frame. They're not actually be- touching the rock. They're just simply underneath the rock. And then Nida goes and sits on top of the rock so she's not actually resting her weight on these items, this is called Evan Mesama, a placed rock. Nonetheless, she will transfer tuma to those items underneath. And that's what the Chacham and Rabbi Kibar are arguing. Rabbi Kiva Savar, Rabbi Kiva holds Kenida, then we're comparing Avadizara to Nida all the way. Ma Nida Matama Evan Misama, just like Nida, she will transfer Toma even through Evan Misama. Afa Vedizara Matamba Evin Misama, so to Avadizara, will transfer Toma through Evan Misama. For Abundant we no. Kesheret, at the end of the day, it's compared to Sheretz. Ma Sheret, Le be Evin Misama, just like Sheret will not transfer its Toma through Evin Misama. Afa Vedizara, Le be Evan Misama, Avadizara Toma also can't be transferred through Evan Misama. Now we just have to fill in a couple of loose ends, as we'll call them. So, So, regarding what halacha are we comparing Avair to Sheretz? At the end of the day, the Chachamim had a pasuk of Shakets to Shaktenu comparing it to Sheretz. So we say, to th- things that service the sharetz, such as the bowls, spoons, or different ways of servicing the sharetz, different implements or utensils that we use to service the sharetz. those things are just all going to become like Sheretz only if you touch them. So now we just have to understand something in the Rabbanon. In regards to which halacha do we compare Avedizara to Nida? Lemasa, that it's going to be Matameb Mamasa. We say, okay, so why don't we just compare it to Nevela? Because Nevela is a much more smooth comparison. Nevela is only Matameb Mamasa and nothing else. Whereas Nida is a little bit complicated because Nida is b'masa and Evan Mesama, but the Chachamim have to say, no, Avedizara is only compared to Nida and the fact that it's Matameb Mamasa, but not Evan Mesama. So it gets confusing. So just compare it to Nevela according to the Chachamim Gamar says, You're right. And the Chachamim are just going to compare Avedizara to Nevela. So, then, in which manner is it compared to Nida? We say, oh, ma nida varm. Just like Nida doesn't have Thomas Avarin, e which we'll explain momentarily. So, Avedizara doesn't have Thomas Avarin. E if a limb of Anida is removed while she's Anida, so that limb is not going to become Tommy Thomas Nida. Let's say, a woman needs to have a limb amputated. And while she's getting that limb amputated, she happens to be a Nida. So, that limb is not going to have a status of Nida the moment it's removed from her. So, too if we remove one of its limbs or some part attached to it. So that is not going to have the tuma of Nida anymore. It's not going to have the Toma of Avedizara anymore, that it's going to be Matame ben Masa, and it's only going to be Matame if you touch it. The Gemara says, okay, hold on one second. Eloha Dibai Rabbah Hamah Barghuria. Rabbah asked this as a question. Zara yashna le-varim or le-varim. Does Thomas Avarim apply to Avedizara or not? So Tifshit Le Mehad Leh Rabbanon, Ainalevarim. Why don't we learn from the Rabbanon? The Rabbanon just told us that Avedizara doesn't have a din of Thomas Avarim. Why don't we answer Rabbah Hamah Barghuria's question? We say, ah, Rabbah Hamah Barghuria, Leh Bedar Abba Kivabailah. Rabbah Hamah was asking this. According to Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva compares it all the way to Nida, so he wants to know is it really all the way or is it only partially compared to Nida? But not for the Chachamim. Okay, so now Rabbi's Shita is clear. We had brought a machlekis between the Chachamim and Rabbi Kiva, comparing Avaydazara to Sheretz, and to Nida, in which manner is it compared to Sheretz? In which manner is it compared to Nida? And Rabbah just answered according to his Shita what the Chachamim and Rabbi Kiva are arguing about. They're arguing about the halacha of Evan Mesama. But now comes Rabbi Lazar and he argues with Rabbah. Rabbi, Rabbi Lazer, Amr, Rabbi Lazar says, But de plegi Everyone agrees that Avodizara is not going to be metame with Evan Mesama. Keep Pligid. The whole is Chachamim and Rabbi Kiva is Bimasa. whether or not Avodizara is actually going to be metame b'masa. Rabbi Kiva saw of our Kenida. Rabbi Kiva told us in the Brisa that we compare Avodizara to. Nida, so it's just like a nida. Ma nida matam v'masa. Af v'adizar matam v'masa. And their abundant had said no. Sarik shearet. They said af v'adizar is compared to shearet. Ma shearet leym matam v'masa. Af v'adizar leym matam v'masa. And now all the questions that we asked on Raba in the Chachamim, we're now going to ask in Rebbe Lezer and Rabbi Kiva. Rebbe Kiva, l'mayelso iskesh l'shearet. So according to Rabbi Kiva, how are we comparing it to shearet? L'mishamsha. So we ask, okay, if Rabbi Kiva's comparing it to nida, at the end of the day. The Chachamim had brought a Pasek that compares it to Sharetz. So Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Kiva, with, regarding which halacha are we going to compare it to Sharetz, for the things that serve the Avayda the bowls, spoons, plates, the different things that we use to serve the Avayda those will be like a Sharetz, only bimaga and apamasa. And Rabbana and Lamayachsa Iskash Lanida. In which manner did we compare to Nida? Ma Nida en Leivarim. Just like Nida is not Le'varim, Afavidizara en levarim Avidizara also is not going to be Matame if you dismember this Avidizara. So then all these different parts are not going to be Metame. Pe Gimelam on the top. We're just going to conclude this. Rabbi Kiva, Lamayachsa So according to Rabbi Kiva, in which halacha are we comparing Avidizara to Nida? Lamasa. That it's only Matame Masa. So we say, so look, let's just compare it to Nevela. The same question question that we asked on the Chachamim in Shitas Rabbah it's just so much more smooth of a comparison to compare it to Nivela. Nivela is only in Masa and not by Evan Masama and it's just so much easier to compare it to Nivela as opposed to comparing it to Nida and saying it's only compared in the Masa aspect but not in the Evan Masama aspect. So the Gemara says, you're right, and Echanami, Elamani Nida. Rabbi Kiva would say, just like Anida Enelei Varen doesn't have Tumas Avarin if one of her limbs is amputated so that's not going to have Tumas Nida. Afavadizar Enelei So Sotila doesn't have the Dinner with Thomas Avarn. So Gamar asked, Aloha the Bai Rav Chama b'argurya." Rav Chama Barguria had asked this as a question of a Azari Yashna Levarm a Levarm. Is Avaydah Zorah Matame Be'e'varm or not? So Tif She'e'lai, Maha, Be'enel Abanan, Be'enel Abkiva. Why don't we learn that according to now this way of understanding, both Rabbanan and Rabbi Kiva hold the Enel E'varm, that it will not be Matame Be'e'varm? The answer is no. Rabbi Chomer Goria Karabba Masni. Rabbi Chomer understands the machlaikis between Rabbi Kiva and the Chachamim like Rabba did. Uba'ilah Alibid Rabbi Kiva, and he was asking in Rabbi Kiva's shita that never mentioned anything about Thomas E'varm, and that's why his question still stands. Tomorrow we're going to pick up in the middle of this machlaikis, delving further into understanding this machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and the Chachamim. Everyone should have a wonderful day.